today's episode on Christian Talk. Not so loving experiences in church. Yes, you heard me. I wrestled with this topic. I was wondering, should we even be talking about this? But we should. We have all kinds of experiences in church, whether they be good or bad. We are human. We have these experiences. I love to tell people, you may not be able to control what happens to you all the time, but you control how you frame it and how you respond to it. You know, if we are the only opportunity for people to know who God is by our response, we want to make sure that we have a relationship and an experience with God first and foremost. I always encourage, seek God first. So when you're in when you're in church and something doesn't go right or you're having a rough experience, you're not too faulty on the person giving it to you because you know what if you are the only opportunity for that person to know who God is, your response really matters. Listen, I don't want to spoil this conversation we're just about to have on Christian Talk. Today joining me will be Dominique, Chris and Maria. And let me tell you, this is a conversation that we should be having. Well, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Melissa Richards, and today's episode is Have You Experienced the Love in Church? Well, I am, we're going to have a real good, interesting conversation because, you know, you're going to have all kinds of experiences in church, good and bad, but most of all, you're going to feel the presence of God, which is His love. And we're going to all be talking about it. And of course, I have my lovely friends with me, and I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. Hey, it's Maria back for another chat. I'm ready to get started. It's Chris once again. Um, I'm excited myself. Let's go. And it's Dominique back for another round. Let's get into it. Hey, I'm excited as well. So today we're going to be talking about the experiences, but first we're going to talk about the not so good experiences that you have in church. And then we're going to go into it. Let's start up. Chris, come on. Can we, can you share an experience where you um, had and it was not so good that you want to share with us today? Um, well, there there was a time um, they were having children's story. And, you know, the story was going well. Um, they asked the kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my little brother said, I want to be a policeman. And, you know, story finished and everything went okay. Then the chorister came up to... Um, do you know do the song the to lead the church out in the song and before she did it she's like can you imagine of all the people that want to be a police officer little mikey and i'm like wow what does that mean (laughs) what does that mean what are you trying to say and you know my other siblings were like it's cool we'll talk about it later we'll do it like but no that's rude she's out of line (laughs) you can't do that and you can't speed that into a child's life and, and I was, I was, I was highly offended by it. Highly offended. Um, and I mean, my 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 other siblings dealt with it. A little, you know, dealt with it later. But okay. I I kind of stayed away from it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's, it, it was you know that's an example that I found like was way out of line. It's something that you don't you don't you have to be careful with your words, and you don't speak that into into your your children's lives. And I I didn't feel the love in that situation from from mm-hmm. you know, church members. I can feel it. Like, I, I couldn't imagine what you could have been going through. And at the same time, like, I I can't imagine that the person didn't realize what they were saying. 
you know, a lot of times as Christians, we have to know what we're saying and speaking life into someone. Like we don't realize that the power is in the tongue. Like mm-hmm. you can't just, you gotta, you, you gotta filter what you're saying. You just can't, even if you're thinking it, come on now, you can't just go out <laughs> and say it because you know what I mean? You yeah. can, you can mess up, you know, not just mm-hmm. the thought of the person, but everyone else that's around them because mm-hmm. you, you will taint the thought of people, you know, oh my God, what does that even mean? Um, that like they can't be a cop? Like, isn't that like, mm-hmm. isn't that like, something good to strive for? But again, um, I would obviously, I would pray for that person. I don't know. Like, I think that you had good restraint. Um, and I thank God for that because sometimes I would feel that I need to confront someone, but I know that mm-hmm. it would probably do more harm than good to right. talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. So I appreciate the fact that, you know, that you uh, dealt with it on your own and not mm-hmm. really right away, but you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think as someone who uh, came into the church at a later age, um, and I'm sure a lot of people can kind of relate with this issue, but um, the whole like dress issue. <laughs> so I was coming in and obviously I didn't have a lot of, I guess, maybe church appropriate clothes. So a lot of my stuff was short and tight. <laughs> and anyone who knows me knows I'm I'm um, voluptuous. Voluptuous, I guess. Yes. <laughs> And, and I don't, and I don't think Yes. I like that. Yes. <laughs> and, um, there was definitely some people who, um, just didn't speak to me, um, about that situation very nicely. And I definitely at times felt like there was like this kind of bias, almost like if you were a girl who was skinny and you were wearing something that was, mm-hmm. I guess, fitted, it was okay. Cause you didn't have shape. But if I wear something mm-hmm. that's fitted and I have shape, is a problem. So, you know what I mean? Like there, I definitely noticed some inconsistencies in, in that regards. And, um, you know, like I said, there were people who, who dealt with it, who dealt with it very well. And mm-hmm. there are people who did not deal with it very well. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I can, like, I, I, I would, you know, unfortunately I don't mm-hmm. have those, I don't have that body shape. So I don't have, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't experience what you've experienced because I probably would have wore the same thing and I probably wouldn't get the <laughs> same results because um, I don't have that back there. So I, wear, <laughs> I, 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 I just didn't have that kind of experience where I do get you that, you know, there's, I think there's a way to <clears> dealing <throat> with that um and I you know what it is it's like when you see someone wearing something that is um not appropriate like and and let's just be real like if I seen like someone's bosoms hanging out or whatever I don't think that it's me for me to gawk them like say my goodness you know what I mean <laughs> I'm learning this thing that where what you see is exactly where they're at and we should trust that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly where they're at. And, and, and I'm not going to judge you based on where I'm, I'm at mm-hmm. and saying that because we don't dress the same that, oh no, I need to bring you where I'm at. I, I don't believe in that at all. And I do believe that if I see you where you, you are at church and that's exactly what you think to wear, that's exactly where you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I'm not there to judge you and say, you know what, you need to either uh, get some leotards or cover that or let me get a baggier shirt. <laughs> or the, I, I'm, we got to learn to deal with things in a, in a different manner. I'm not going to see you at that level and say, OK, for sure, she's going to be the pastor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like, come on now. Like, we got to learn how to deal with things in a manner where people are they want to change. Mm-hmm. They want and it's not even to say that you're a bad person because you're wearing that. 
Like mm-hmm. um, how you deal with things matters. And I think that that's another reason why we need to seek the love of God within us so how we can respond correctly. I agree with that. And I know I've experienced it myself too. And I know a lot of people have experienced it the same way. And I think that we have to be alert, each mm-hmm. one of us. And the more that with myself, the more that I see my weaknesses is the more that I look at others through the eyes of forgiveness and looking at them in that, see where they are, meet them where they are. And that's the purpose of us all gathering together, right? We're supposed to be encouraging each other along. So that's sort of what I've noticed. You know what I mean? Like when I see more of my weaknesses in my areas, I'm able to look at others in a different manner. Yes. Yeah. So just to kind of like, I guess, you know, give a happier ending to that story. Um, um, I know, I remember like my grandmother and another lady in the church, who I I won't mention her name, but um, both of them on separate occasions, like went shopping with me. And it's Mm. not like they they had like, oh yeah, we want you to wear a frock and look like, you know, (laughs) wear a hat and be, look like one of the older ladies in church, but they, they took me out shopping and, you know, like found, we found clothes that were stylish but yet still appropriate and 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 appropriate and age appropriate for where I was you know what I mean so I was very grateful for that experience with my grandmother and this other lady um in the church and um also yeah like it was it just and over time when you have people who deal in those situations with you with love it 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 makes a difference if I had people who were just like hammering me hammering me hammering me with this about this dress thing all the time my my experience might not have been positive. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the way that I dress now for church, as opposed to then, it's very different. And that was because I then over time, you know what I mean? Instead of everyone hammering me about it, they it, it gave space for God to come in and convict me on the way that I should mm-hmm. and shouldn't dress when I go to church. Because ultimately, I think that we need to stop expecting people um, to, to kind of like fake the funk, in a sense. Yeah. And, and appear in a, in a way that, that they're just not feeling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying go to church naked or whatever the case may be, <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, we, we need to realize that everything that we do, you know, mm-hmm. like That's right. everything, like you said, whether you eat, you drink, you dress, you say the way you speak, everything, it is a reflection of what's happening on the inside. And right. until the inside changes, like you Don't can't expect you know, stop yeah stop trying to change the outside before the before the inside mm-hmm. that's right i agree 110 mm-hmm. percent. i also wanted to say that um i remember i was wearing an outfit and uh i didn't know how to feel because some, i was on the pulpit and someone came and said your short is too too short and i was skirt like your shirt my skirt was too short and my skirt was past my knees but in this person's mind they thought that if you go on the pulpit your 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 skirt should be at your ankles right mm. so the whole time i'm sitting there on the pulpit i was so nervous like i didn't even know how to breathe right right and i'm like i just don't think it was uh appropriate to come talk to me at that present time mm. however um with the good note with that um i i prayed hard about that I really prayed hard about it. And, and, and God showed me that, you know, in that person's mind, they think that, you know, your, your skirt should be at their, at your ankle. Um, and, and that's what they, they feel. However, um, 
I needed God to help me through that little moment there because I promise mm-hmm. you, it, I, I didn't feel too well after. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I got over it. I, you know, I spoke to a lot of good, you know, some people people about it and they 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 reassured me you know this is just the way this person is and whatever Mm -hmm. and they had to speak with her letting them know you can't go to the pulpit you know maybe that's not probably the right time to talk to someone Mm -hmm. and you know what honestly I forgave and I let it go and that's just life you know sometimes you gotta understand that you're not gonna always get a hit and or you're gonna get a hit and miss sometimes Mm -hmm. and I think that um when we think about people in church, um, we hold them at a higher standard sometimes that they should, mm. you know what I mean, know better. But I've used this analogy before. It's like going to a hospital. So everyone is at their different stages. Everyone has their own issues that they're going there with. And it's a process that each person must go through. But unfortunately, some people get stagnant, some people grow, and you have a variety of people there. Mm-hmm. The same way outside of the church, you have a variety of people outside of the church as well. We just have to look at it from a different perspective and realize that each person is human, right? And it's through the eyes that you're, you could be in a situation where you're viewing it a certain way versus at another time, you may not take it that way either. Mm-hmm. And I think another important point is that we, we need to stop putting our own expectations on people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's some things that are definitely biblical, that we can mm-hmm. say like, okay, this is maybe some more so black and white, but I feel like there's a lot of preferential things that kind of sneak in as well. And it's like, just because I've personally been convicted about the way that I should do something, doesn't mean that I now need to go and push that on everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's what happens with a lot of people. They've been personally convicted that this is what they should do. And then they feel like, well, I just, I need to go pick up myself and tell everybody now. And everybody needs to do this too. But guess what? That was something that the Lord gave to you. So you need to be true to what the Lord put on your heart and follow it. And you need to give people the same space to allow the Lord to work in their lives and convict them as well. Like we cannot play the Holy Spirit and just start bashing people with, with certain things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So give space for growth and give space for the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Well said. Absolutely. Some some people they, uh, I guess we just need to realize that not everybody has that tact of how to speak to people. Mm-hmm. Just you know that's not your that's not your calling. So <laughs> if, you know, if something is bothering you, you just have to address it. Whatever. Maybe you talk to somebody that that's more skilled in that mm-hmm. in that situation, and able to speak about it, so that you're so that. Your, you know, your your opinion or your thought can get through, but through to some some person that even has a relationship with that person, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, yes. um, if you're talking to some, you know, what you said is true, but you don't have any relationship with that person. Mm. So like, why are you talking to me, I don't even know who you are. Yes. Right? So, um, you know, and it, that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody that you don't know shouldn't be talking to you or telling you, you know, yeah. telling you things. But, um, you know, you do have to sometimes it comes better from somebody that you do know and you know, you can get that, you can sound that off to somebody and they can bounce back to you. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, like I, I agree with you hundred percent on that. And I really do feel like, because I've had, I've had both. I've had people that I, I do have good relationships come and speak to me and I've had people that I don't have good relationships come and speak to me. And I, and in both situations, it was always about the way the person came to me. So if I know you, 
even if I don't know you, but you come to me in an, in an attitude of, of grace and of love and of just of, 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 of at least appearing that you have my best interest at heart and not your own personal agenda, then mm-hmm. it is received completely differently than if you're just coming at me with guns blazing, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, and this is why, like, even sometimes, like, even in my relationship with my husband, if he does something that I don't necessarily like or I don't agree with, I've learned that I'm not going to go speak to him in the heat of uh, if I'm annoyed in that moment, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to process and think about what I want to say. And then I'm going to pray about it so that it's delivered in the right, the right way. Because if I come to him again with guns blazing, upset, I promise you this conversation is not going to go very far. And I think, I think half of it, like, like maybe 90% is all about the delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't matter what you're saying to someone, whether it's truth or not. If if you're delivering it in a way that is just not palatable, and I can't receive it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. A hundred percent. I agree. It's in your context of how the person is coming to you. Um, everything should be done in love, mm. right? And to be honest, I've had you know not so great experiences, but I've had experiences of love from church as well. And um, when I moved to Ontario, I found it very lonely here and I'm shy and awkward. So I had a few people that I I talked to and knew, but it was easy to feel lonely. So it was really easy to feel lonely. And what I had to notice is that the more I became connected to church, I think was the more that I was receptive to what people were offering as well. So the filter was sometimes on the lens of me as well, too. Right. Yeah. So they may have been reaching out. But again, I felt so lonely. I felt like I didn't really have anyone. But the more that I got involved, I was able to receive the love that they were giving. And it really helped me through my period of loneliness as well. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And, and as I say, I think it's important that we understand that you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you frame it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, a lot of times what happens is I'm a person that the first thing I, I'm naturally, I want to believe what you're saying to me is, it is good. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I, I took other people, I'm doubtish or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I want easier for me to believe that you mean good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's easier for me to, you know, for me to say that maybe you're trying to come off well, maybe you, you need a little tweaking or something, mm-hmm. but you try to mean well. So, um, you know, I've, I have bad experiences in church, but I just don't, want to take them on to the point where I'm like, um, I, I, I have an understanding what church is all about. I, I, I have an understanding that we're all going to church to meet God. We're all going to praise their Lord. We're all, but we all have issues. Mm-hmm. So it, if I would be silly enough to believe that, you know, we're, we go to church in the minute that we get to the door, nobody has issues. Mm-hmm. No, we all have issues. We're all going to praise the Lord. We all, and, and I think that we should all start talking about like things that we are going through so we can heal it telling everyone you know what but god got your back god will work on you um we all you know sometimes you feel like you're the only one going to church for imagine going to work um church like six six times and the all six times you're like dying dying because you think (laughs) the only one in the world that has this issue but then when you go the seventh time you're like you have the same issue too you oh you you know, you have the same, you're struggling too. Yeah. Because we're all human. Mm-hmm. We're all human. We all, we all have issues. We all have struggles. That's what makes us ne- that need God. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what, and then when we get over them or when, when God delivers us, we praise him even more because he promises that he will deliver us. Right. So those are the things that we, those are great experiences I have in church as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, first, I just want to say that the grass is not greener on the, on the outside. So <laughs> I, have, I have met some very, um, not so nice people outside the church. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, people will say like, Oh, everyone in the church is this or everyone in the church is that. That's not true. There are some absolutely wonderful, beautiful people in the church and Amen. it's, it's not all negative. And if, and if you're in a, and I want to say if you're in a church where it's all negative, then either you're hanging around with the wrong people or you need to just get out of that church and find a better church. But second of all, I remember my grandmother said something to me um, when I started going to church and she said to me, she's like, don't let anybody take you out of the church. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and it was basically, basically letting me know you're not here. You're not at church for people. You're here for God. That's what you're here for. And yes, we go to church with people. And sometimes those interactions are good. Sometimes they're bad, but at the end of the day, just because you have a bad, um, you know, interaction or experience with somebody doesn't mean that you give up on God. And that was always something that stuck with me and that kept me going to church even through some of the tougher times because let me tell you I've been like I've been in work situations where I it literally gave me anxiety to when I wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and think oh god I have to go to work and deal with these people you know what I mean like mm-hmm. and but because like like other than like you get your paycheck when you go to work whatever the case may be but like when I come to when I come to church I'm there for god like I'm here yeah. for my relationship you know what I mean so just that's all I want to say is just make sure you, you got your eye on the prize, which is, which is the Lord. And mm-hmm. as long as you keep your eyes on him, no matter what you go through, he'll help you navigate it and you'll be, you'll come out on top. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I just like to reiterate that with, you know, there's, there's people that, you know, you can actually count on to, to come out and just give you a good word and, and speak to you. There's, there's beautiful people in the church that, you know, that have a loving, kind spirit. Um, so definitely we are addressing the, the you know, sometimes when it doesn't feel good sometimes at church, but there are definitely loving, caring people. I remember when I was, I was young, I was maybe like seven or eight years old. And I remember my, you know, you know, a kid, you know, trying to have fun in church, but your parents were like, sit down, be quiet, sit down, you know? And so, you know, I just wasn't in a good spot. My dad, you know, probably pinched me or something, you know, you know, I was, I, I was, got a couple of those pinches. I was, <laughs> you know, was kind of in tears, you know, trying to fight back the tears. I wasn't happy. And um, a lady, she's like, come, brother T, make him come sit with me. Make him come sit with me. And so she, you know, she pulled me up. She gave me a little, you know, a little icy mint out of her purse. <laughs> and yes. She, and she, you know, gave me a little pen and paper. And, you know, and we're so, you know, drawing on the hand, you know, doing the tracing the hand and, you know, doing having, you know, fun till this day. I love that lady. Wow. I love that lady. You know. That situation. Yeah. You never forget those things. So I um, wish you came for me. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was well pinging me up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just want to say too, that we shouldn't forget that we are the church. We make up the church, right? Mm-hmm. So the same way we don't give up on our life outside, 
it's the same. It's everyone coming together that makes up the church. It's the same way we shouldn't give up on church because it's just the people within that building and we all have our issues, but we don't give up on our life outside the same way we should find a way to build within there. Amen. And 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 before we even close, I want us to understand that. And I want to say this, and I do, I'll make no mistake, my joy is in the church. Like mm-hmm. I, I tell everyone, I before going to church, I was in the club chilling, <laughs> hands up in the air thinking I'm living the dream. And none of that could ever come close to the joy that I get in, in the church. Mm-hmm. I get so much joy it all over the church. All I'm having a lot of good experiences in the church. Yes, there's the bad ones. But you see when your focus is on Christ, you could see past the bad ones and see Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and sometimes even in a bad situation, when you um, respond in love, mm-hmm. you change the mind of the other person and you, they could see Christ in you. So a lot of times everybody's going to church and everybody has issues. We're all human. We go through bad and we go through ugly. But when you have the love of God, you cannot deny it. Mm-hmm. So guys, I honestly appreciate this conversation, but you know how I go out. Come on now, Chris, let me hear it. 1031. So whether you eat or drink or any, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. All right. Mm-hmm. Until next time, guys. <laughs>